You're listening to what Lord Freeze and I love to listen to Oklahoma's favorite podcast, The Elijah Bailey Show. Wait, Lord Freeze, don't start the show without me. The Elijah Bailey Show is sponsored by Black and Studios, Oklahoma's premier and finest podcasting production company. To join them, simply go to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Snapchat at Black and Studios. If you want to be a podcaster of Black and Studios, simply send an email into podcast at blackandstudios.com. Also, visit them on their website, www.blackandstudios.com. Remember, it's Black in. The Elijah Bailey Show is also sponsored by... Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Elijah 5000. Today, I've got a special offer for you. If you like wearing badass shirts, original themes from pop culture, comic book, and anime culture from original artists, then use our promo code at checkout at www.riptapparel.com. Promo code Elijah Bailey Show gives you a 10% discount, so you're paying less than anyone else. Make sure to go, get your shirt, look cool as hell, and stay ripped. And three... Two and one. Hello, people of Earth, people out there in podcast land. This is your prophet, the prophet. And I'm sure you've read my name in the good book of Blackened Studios. It's Elijah 5000. How are you doing today, sir? Oh, fine. And that voice right there is the wounded I don't really. I don't think he's wounded. He just only has one. I'm working. always wounded. Oh, okay, okay, wounded, wounded stay angel. Wounded. Stay, stay wounded. Hashtag that stay way wounded. No one knows your true strength. Hashtag solid. We haven't thrown that one in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Taplin is sitting across from me, and this is the most illustrious podcast in all of Oklahoma. The elite are sitting here whispering sweet nothings into your ear. History. We are making every single episode. This is the Elijah Bailey Show. So first things first, before I say anything to you, sir, how is everyone doing? And you know what? Don't just like in your car or where you are say, I'm doing fine. Go ahead and tweet at us at Elijah Bailey Show. Just go throughout the show, tweet at us, and we will read those tweets. We will respond to those tweets. But how are you guys doing? Anime fans, comic fans, podcast aficionados, how are you doing? Now, Richard, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing fine, sir. I am doing uh, damn good. Doing quite well. Uh, unfortunately for you, there's going to be some changes on the show that you're unaware of. That's okay. I, I do but not mind. I that. know that you trust me well enough. Yes, yes, I do. Yes, 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 I do. And that, folks, that's not hesitation at all in my voice. That's just like blind faith. Yeah, blind, <laughs> blind faith. Blind faith. <laughs> come blind. walk with me. <laughs> blind trust. Whenever Richard says, "Come walk with me," just come follow. Yeah, you just do it. You just do it. Today we got a, an amazing show for you guys. We are going to cover episode 101 because I know after last week you're like, dude, what's going to happen for Dragon Ball Super? Uh, they just hit 100. I guess they're just going to stop talking about it. No, we're not. We're going to go to episode <laughs> 101 because I do I do see what uh, you and Stone was talking about this morning <laughs> for the episode. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't. I, I didn't I, say anything bad. No, no. It, yeah. it just wasn't what you expected to see. this Because the whole episode I was like, okay. I can dig it. Let's get to episode 102. Not saying this is bad. Not saying this is extremely good, but I've been waiting on this tournament for certain things. And uh, it kind of delivered a little bit. Uh, It kind of hit on what you were talking about last week. And then we are all always, always going to at least mention the duffel bag. But we're going to open that bitch back up again. 
We opened it up last week. We closed it. We got some some news about Miss Halle Berry that has uh, been very Halle Berry tantalizing. You see it. Tantalizing. You see it. You see it. But you see the helmet. I like that. Hashtag, you see the hell. <laughs> we're going to throw that one in. Uh, but, yeah, so we got some things that we're going to talk about in the duffel bag. And then I wanted to uh, kind of get a little personal because we give you, we relay all this information, stuff that you could find online, stuff that primarily you can't find online anywhere where you try to bring it to you first. But today we're just going to sit back. And Richard's going to tell you about this watch that's sitting on the desk. That tell has you about a couple of things. A couple of things? Oh, yeah. Okay. Are, are we going to hit up SOB of the week? No, I don't need to be like that. Okay. Unless okay. you have one. No, I'm I, actually, I don't really have one. I might have one. I might save for Patreon. But without any further ado, the Elijah Bailey show starts right now. Isn't that yeah, uh, uh, Elijah uh, doing his uh, tongue, it, uh, not tongue, but he's speaking in tongue. That's what, there we go. That's what he does off air. It's so hard to figure out exactly what he's talking about, but uh, you just, you just hey, it out. when you have a prophet in the room, you just take it as is. Sometimes you understand it, sometimes you won't. But yes, welcome, Chester. How are you doing, man? You doing okay, man? Oh, I'm doing fine. Hmm. I'm doing great today. I'm doing good. How you been? So I know, I know your hair is out. It's not braided up. It's been flowing upon your head the last couple of days. Yeah, I think I um, I took my hair down Friday. <laughs> Just like, like eh. <laughs> I normally leave I normally leave braids in my hair for about a week. I'm not like I'm not I can't I can't do what you do, man. I'm not yeah. on that level yet. But I normally <laughs> leave them on for about a week, and then I. You know, but do you only have two of them? Two or three? Yeah. So, I mean, I think one time I actually had five braids in there. Dude, that's yeah. I like that. I like that. You push, you push the envelope. <laughs> I, on that I, one. You gotta push the envelope every now and then. But yeah, so every now and then, for the people who don't know, what I look like I have a mohawk, <laughs> and uh, they know from the from the post. Just in case, it might be new listeners. Okay, yeah, gotcha. I, I wear a mohawk, and sometimes I like to wear. Most of the times, I love to wear hats. Yeah, and with my mohawk out, it makes it really difficult to wear hats. It does. Yes, so uh, I braid it, and it keeps it nice and neat. Lay it down. I ain't gotta worry about. It. Combing it out, exactly. Stuff, so, because you saw my hair today, yes, and it was better this like when I got up. I actually it look good. I think if you did dress it, I think it'll look. I think it'll look pretty good. That's what the schedule is for on the seventh is to go in. But I need to make sure that there is the new growth. Like on the outside, it grows a lot faster than the inside. Mm-hmm. So um, I have my aunt go ahead and make sure to whip it up for another week and actually pull on the inside. Because uh, the way that she she braided last time, she cross weaved on the inside, so it would help that gr- that hair grow faster. So what I'm gonna do is have her do that today, and then next week on Monday on the seventh, uh, when I go in, there should be enough new growth in the middle to where I can go ahead and get it done. If not, then I'm just gonna have to wait like another two weeks or three weeks, and then I should be good to go after that. But see, I said I wasn't gonna say nothing. You brought up the hair. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about cutting it. I know that feeling, man. And I can only imagine. Like to just be done with it. Just, well, you just wake up, hit the brush, keep pushing. There, there's been a lot of things, and it, this is not like a midlife crisis. But I was like, maybe I could just change crisis. it up. No, there's nothing yeah. wrong with that, dude. 
Well, it's not like for any kind of, to make me feel young. It's just like, oh, we might just change. It's a because, no, well, this is what happened. I went through the closet and I have all these hats that I never get to wear because I get to wear them whenever my hair first gets braided because it's laying down nice and, and level on my head. But as uh, it goes on, those braids get looser and my hats won't fit right. They start making my head look bigger than what it is. So I have all these hats that are, frankly, getting unused. And, uh, I'm not going to stand for that anymore. Mm. So I was sitting there. I was like, well, maybe I go ahead, you know, try something the new kids are doing. You know, I said, if I keep it cut, I won't really have to worry about it because it'll be the same length until it grows out and I'll still be able to wear hats because I do like wearing hats yeah. every now and then. That's what I grew up doing. And when you grow up down in the country in that dark Oklahoma, you wear hats <laughs> when you walk. And uh, then with the braids, I had to move to stocking caps because one side fits all. <laughs> so yep. it doesn't matter what yep. stage the braids are in. Uh, but I was like, no, nah, I got to go ahead and at least try to make sure I have enough growth so I can go ahead and try the locks and see how they look before I cut it off. Because uh, if I go ahead and cut it, I'm going to have to wait a while to to do it again. And then uh, Jessica's like, oh, well, you could just get the dreads on the top part. I was like, no, yeah. no, like. Some people pull it off, but not me. I think more young school can pull it off. I I don't even feel like I would feel because honestly, like if I didn't look like I'm 22, oh uh, yeah, I probably would probably more lean to. I'm never cutting. I'm probably I never gonna say never, but I highly doubt I'll be cutting my mug anytime soon. Mm-hmm. But um, when it gets to that time, though, when it gets to that time. You can change it I up. I probably won't cut it off, but <laughs> yeah, it's like smaller, like lower. Probably not. Oh, mm-hmm. it's like, it makes a, a nice rebel. pillow too. Yeah, pretty I much. Can but that. I look young, and I'm probably gonna look this way until I'm probably about fifty-five. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I'm gonna like, pull that Asian move and just, all of a sudden just bump up to a higher like, a age. All yeah. of a sudden, he's like, "Whoa, what happened <laughs> what to you? What the fuck happened to you? Are you dude? still Richard? Uh, yeah. But you were like." 24 last week. Yeah, exactly. And then you dropped down to like 12. Yeah. And now you're like 55. You're fucking 110. But yeah, so we have a great show for us today. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we you, do. You know it's a great show when we're talking about our hair and things. But I, I did take a picture this morning that I'm posting on social media. So if you do not follow my other shows, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck, dude? I have so many podcasts. I try to offer you guys shit. Go to iTunes, type in Elijah Balin. You can find my other shows, and you can find me on social media by typing in my name as well, and you'll find these other podcasts. And you might get lucky and find this picture of me and one of my cohorts. I'm about <laughs> to say co-hosts. <laughs> my cohorts. <laughs> my cohorts uh, with my hair out. When it was looking this morning, I was like, okay, I could deal with that. But as it got drier, uh, the Chia pet syndrome laid into my ass and I was like nah fuck this we gotta go ahead and get the stocking cap to put on but I digress so into today's show this is episode 88 and there's something cool that we're doing I'm not gonna tell you it's gonna be a surprise but rolling into our 90s all the way up into our 100th episode we have some more than than spectacular episodes and you're like how can that happen I mean we, we listen to you and Richard every week what, what else can you offer well we got some shit for you uh, and that episode will actually, because you guys know I'll be gone the week of August 10th through the 15th. But we will still have an episode come out um, the 17th of that week. So there will still be an episode. That's when episode 90 will actually hit. I think episode 90 may may actually be on the week of the 20th, if I'm doing this correctly. 
because 88 today, and then it'll be the 6th will be 89. So, no. So, yeah, the 17th will be episode 90. We are so close to 100. Yes, it's and right around the corner. It's so crazy, man. I'm just sitting here trying to think of some, some things to, to do for the audience. And I want to make sure episode 100 is a special one because, like I always say, I never thought we would get here. I thought we was like, we're going to podcast, but it's like, what, what, like, what is the goal for episode? Ah, we'll we'll figure out when we get there. So now I'm trying to plan ahead because you guys have been good to us. Thank everybody that's listening. Um, out out of country, I do have to thank Australia, the UK, uh, Canada, Finland, Norway, and then uh, Brazil for actually being our top contributors and and listeners for the Elijah Bailey Show. Uh, for everybody that's listening outside the country, it doesn't mean you're any less special. Uh, I think everybody that listens to the show, you guys have, have made this a, a global, international phenomenon, and we do appreciate that. So are we done with our yeah. super long intro? Yeah. <laughs> Just give yeah, me we're done. All right, man, what you got on the ballot? So first up, you want to open up that duffel bag. Oh, it was very, very, very quick. Um, Halle Berry is the queen. Uh, she's a crazy bitch though Like we have to like Disclose that like, okay, She is fucking crazy Holly Berry is like My top three Of all time But the bitch is crazy <laughs> <laughs> She She was uh, And it's not even reported At San Diego Comic Con They had everybody For Kingsman uh, Was it the Golden Circle Where you have um, uh, Egerton Who was in the last Kingsman And then you have Shannon Tatum And uh, Justin Timberlake And the Americans as they're the Kingsmen's brother branch, like cowboys here in the, in the, the U.S. Okay. Yeah. And so Halle Berry is, is in this movie as well. And so they were going down and giving everybody just a shot of some whiskey. Well, Halle had a cup out and leave it to old Magic Mike himself, a.k.a. 21 Jump Street, Mr. Shannon Tatum. He filled that fucking cup up. And then from there, I mean, you can't puss out then. Halle Berry was literally peer pressured into take but I think she wanted to take that shot. That big ass. Did. Of course she did. And dude, if I thought you could see a little bit of it on her face, shit, dude. That that motherfucker live in whiskey. She drank all that shit and then she sat there and just like took it like a champ. Mm. It was it was nice. I was I was impressed because Halle Berry's like fifty something, pushing yeah, sixty. Doesn't it look it doesn't look at all. No, no. Black black don't crack. I mean true. if you guys know Michael Eric Owens, Michael Eric Owens might be damn near eighty, but we couldn't tell them green eyes. No. And then cigars we keep will you never young. know. <laughs> we will know. We'll find it out. It'll be on Patreon. But yeah, she <laughs> um she took it to the head and I mean it was it was amazing. I was impressed. Uh, I did see this that PlayStation Plus subscribers may soon have access to the PlayStation Now streaming uh, within the next couple months or so. So if you do have a PlayStation Plus subscription, which I do have, which is good, which is something that they should have done a long, long time, time ago. I'm not knocking them because they had a potential. They have a uh, they had a uh, a potential to make more money by keeping it separate. Yep, and a lot of us picked up on the free trial and maybe played a, a month or two, but I, I think it's good for them. It's going to make people more want the uh, PlayStation experience. Yeah, because we are still upset that you cannot change your username <laughs> on your PSN account still. 
It's like something that's never <laughs> because every like any time that you ask like a group like, hey, what do you want from you know from PlayStation? What is the one thing Sony could do? Well, let me change my fucking name. I don't want to be Hot Daddy, Hot Hot, <laughs> whatever it is anymore. All I want to do is change my name. I've been fucking messaging them for years, and they say it's not possible. Uh, with all with everything else, they made the first big move with making. Um, doing the backwards compatibility on the online digital storage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they made it a lot easier than what fucking Microsoft is doing for Microsoft Xbox. Microsoft does make it like very it, hard. Dude, I had to fucking take a fucking college course just to understand my backwards compatibility. Oh, well, if it's backwards compatible, you just use that disc and put it in the Xbox One. But it has to be available. So you have to make sure to go and check this list at my Xbox. I'm like, oh, hell no. Oh, you know what? I'm just going to put backwards compatible with my shit on PlayStation. Uh, but... You know, I think this is, uh, like you said, a step in the right direction. They should have did it a little bit sooner, but Sony has their own uh, plans. They have their own, own things agenda. in mind, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong. They're a company like everybody else. Um, they're a flow state boat. Yeah, and they've they've had some some troubles, some issues. So now they're just trying to recoup. They're just trying to get to where they need to be. Now, I did have a, a little bit of news for last week when we were talking about Thor Ragnarok. Uh huh. Mark Ruffalo came out because people were like, why can the Hulk talk now? He's been in fucking like four, three or four movies. Why can he talk now? And in the comics, in the series, the Hulk was more instinctive. He That's why he only, you know, he put words together. And over time, because he was out so long, he started building up his vocabulary. He started tapping into the Bruce Banner side of his mind. It used to shut that side off and it just be impulses. Well, for... The Marvel Cinematic Universe, Mark Ruffalo says, the Hulk has been out for two years, and in those two years, he's compiled two years' worth of vocabulary. So at the end where he's talking to uh, Thor, that's why he's able to, to to talk to him now. And I guess being on this planet with uh, the Grandmaster and being the Coliseum, he's gathered even more words for his vocabulary, and so he can actually convey some thought and some messages, which I think is cool because— I'll buy that. Yeah, I mean it's cool. Uh, you, I like the Thor or the Hulk that can talk, and a Hulk that can talk to Thor and joke around and, and tell Thor that he ain't shit. You know, you're like a smoldering fire. I'm more like a raging, raging fire. fire. <laughs> yeah. That shit just comedic, and it makes the shit that much more better. Um, Hellboy will be rated R, and we kind of we heard this when Deadpool fucking came out and was a success. Everything is going to be rated R. Spawn's going to be rated R. Hellboy's going to be rated R. Fucking Ash Ketchum's going to be rated R. Him and Misty will be <laughs> fucking on the Pokeballs. And so and so this this version, this is Hellboy number three, the, the in installment. And they're just going to try to be truer to the comics. So not going overboard, but there will be some... Uh, some colorful language, and you will get to see some blood if somebody you know gets killed, if somebody dies, or or something like that. So that's the way that that rated R is going to work. It's not going to be out of hand because people, when you hear how well the Deadpool went, oh well, now we can make every movie rated R. Not every movie calls for that. Hellboy, mm, yep. Hellboy Hell, can call. I mean, yeah, it it is in the like Hellboy. Wolverine, of course, Wolverine is chopping people's hands off and shit like that. There's certain things within the continuity that are actually called for that make the character who they are, if you will. Like with Wolverine not being able to really smoke a cigar, he could just hold one in his mouth. Or there's X amount of movies where he couldn't say this or say that. You know, that that kind of takes away from the character. Like you'll never see a Marvel character uh, smoking uh, if they're working with Disney because that's not that goes against Disney's policy, but that's the continuity of the character. Exactly. Wolverine was a smoking, drinking motherfucker. So, Man. and that's when most of it, 
there's symbolism with these characters because they have real world problems. Now, if you could re- regenerate, why would you not smoke all the time? Why would you not drink all the time? It's not really going to affect you. And for Hellboy, I do like that Might quick. affect the people around you. PSA yeah. moment. Yeah, it is true. Tony Stark. Tony Stark. But I do think Hellboy being a more realistic version of his, his comic counterpart makes this a a movie that I think everybody will enjoy. Because the first movie when Hellboy came out, it was dope. I liked it. Yeah. The second one, I don't really remember too much about it. Because it was trash. Exactly. I, I'll, I'll say it. You'll say it. You, yeah, you're going to be the voice of, of reason here. It's, it's fucking it's trash. trash. Uh, but this third one, I think it'll get it back on track. Which we've been now, seeing. It wasn't Dumpster Juice. It was no, just trash. Just trash. Oh shit! I didn't even. I wasn't even thinking Jumper Juice. You was you just, just putting gotta, it out there. I just gotta let everybody know. Everybody know. Definitely trash. But yeah, Hellboy. <laughs> Hellboy will be rated R, and it's going to be a more uh, concise rated R. So don't don't worry about the way they're going to do the continuity. This should bring Hellboy back into the spotlight. Uh, for what is Hell, Hellboy's Dark Horse Image Comics? Mm, don't know. Yeah, I don't even know why I asked. Like halfway through asking, I was like, "If he pulls this, I just out thought of his maybe ass. he was asking your fans." No, we've uh-huh. already asked him a question, so this is getting taken out. <clears throat> Next thing, San Diego Comic Con. Uh, there was a video, like a vlog, that was made, and it was talking about how San Diego Comic Con is still more about comics than it is anything else. Even though we see the videos. Uh, about the anime and everything else it's still about comic books you can still go down and purchase comic books go down artist alley and, and get your your comic signed by famous artists talk to writers talk to uh big prominent figures in the comic community so if you are still looking to go to comic because I've, I've heard this conversation before if you've been to one con you've been to them all or if you've been to a san diego comic con before you've been to them all but you have that that fucking place is huge and it's basically like two weeks worth of stuff because we're still talking about Comic-Con. Uh, you go down, you can look at all the anime you want, the action figures, the figurines. You can go to all the halls. Um, I know that fucking uh, Chadwick that's uh, playing Black Panther, they were in Hall H. That shit got fucking crazy. You have actors that are going around dressing up in cosplay, trying to blend in with people. So there's a lot that's of stuff. Cool. Dude, that's that's the most killer thing right there is if you have an actor dressing in cosplay, like incognito, because what was it? Um, Hugh Jackman dressed as somebody. Ryan Reynolds did before Deadpool and went out. And, and I mean, we all know Ryan Reynolds is – he's not crazy. Yeah. But he's, not, he's, he's cool. Yeah, because he, he got – He don't he, mind having fun. Exactly. He stole that Deadpool costume and made that Halloween video. That shit was funny. Um, but we have other actors and actresses, uh, Lupita – and I, I'm going to butcher her name, but Lupita Nyogo, and she was actually in Black uh, Panther. She went as the pink Power Ranger with the bandana, and she was just dancing around the Comic-Con floor and had people record her. Uh, so if you saw somebody that was a crazy-ass <laughs> pink ranger, that was actually one of the stars, uh, one of the actresses of Black Panther. So that's the kind of fun that you get with Comic-Con. And I, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go for multiple years. Uh, it would be cool to have a panel out there and actually get to see the sea of people that you always hear about. Like, man, I, you know, Comic Con is just this whole big entity. But when you're sitting in front of people and you get to talk back and forth, uh, a lot of people say that's what makes the con for them. Hmm. Uh, but again, those people are like actors and directors. So, but that is all the duffel bag news that I have for today. <laughs> Damn! Yeah. Oh, wow! That was. Toss that bitch. Fuck, dude. Yeah. I'm liking this, this Richard. It's, yeah. it's because the hair has been 
been let yeah, free. It's just some shit we got to talk about. Okay, okay. So let's do this. Let's take a quick pause for the cause. Pause for the cause. And then we'll be right back to the Elijah Bailey Show. This is Richard Taplin, host of Black and Studios, The Black Box. Join Elijah Bailey and myself as we explore new topics on how to self-improve ourselves and also find out about everything that's going on behind the scenes at Black and Studios. Please be sure to follow us at Black and Studios on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and also come to our website, blackandstudios.com, where you can find all the podcasts we record here. And to find this show, just type in Black and Studios, The Black Box on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Podbean, you name it. Once again, thank you for your support, and remember, it's Black and God damn it. That commercial it always gets me every time. Back. <clears throat> right here in the joints. Mm, best so, spot ever. So, so what? <laughs> I haven't seen Caden in a while, so it's like I'm getting refreshed right now. <laughs> uh, so what's on your mind, buddy? What? You look like you have something on your mind over there. We still got shit to talk about. Let's go and pop out. Let's go and hit the DBZ. You want to go to the DBS Let's already? Let's go to okay. the DBS. Okay. Mother. <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about, folks. This is what makes this show awesome. So now we are in the illustrious segment, DBS, which stands for Dragon Ball Super. Episode 101. Kale fucks the show. That's that's <laughs> what it should. And I'm not in a bad way, but it's just it's just a way. The actual episode title is The Impending Warriors of Justice, The Pride Troopers. So just for everybody to know, this is your first time listening to this. This is where we dive into the latest episode of DBS, which is Dragon Ball Super. If you do not want to get spoiled, uh, give us about 20 minutes, fast forward, yeah. and uh, you just come back to the show. Yeah. Come back to us. Uh, and if you've never seen uh, Dragon Ball Super before, I know, shout out to Greg Walker, who is an avid listener of the show. He caught up on all fucking like 80-something episodes in a wow. week's time. He neglected his family. I appreciate that, Greg. But he has been enticed to actually watch Dragon Ball, like the entire Dragon Ball series. So wow. uh, this might get you into it. But episode 101. Yes. We had our predictions for this show talking about, because we, we left off with Goku getting... His ass whooped like Loki with with Hulk, which I did like that little callback to the Marvel film. Uh, he fought with Kale last episode. She went ultra Super Saiyan Broly. Uh, we talked about what they could have did with the character. We talked. Uh, Richard had a message for Tien, Tien fans, and what did they do this episode? They starred that motherfucker with Tien. They did do. Uh, Tien it, was there defeating a uh, great value sa- uh, sale. <laughs> Fuck. Tien, Tien had he was yeah, he was keeping the he, team he together. He got his revenge on he, a great value version of Cell. Oh, dude, what the fuck? But the, I didn't know what when Master Roshi hit the light, and I was like, "Why is he?" I saw him working this back on Earth, and I was like, "Why is he doing this?" Because in the tournament, and then Tenkaichi Budokai with uh, Goku when Goku was a kid, he couldn't do anything. He held Goku there as a great ape. So I was like, "I know this deal is strong, but is he going to be able to toss him over the side?" And Master Roshi's like, "Well, I can't do anything in this position either, but you can't move." And I was like. What the fuck? You're about to get knocked out like Krillin. So and then Tien came through with the uh Tribeam? Yeah, the new uh Neo Tribeam cannon. Oh, it looks the same. It is. Oh. But he slid in the he's he like slid in the DMs. That's why he slid in. Oh, okay. 
Rock a rock, rock and shot that motherfucker off the okay. side. A lot of people got, got Rock Nation. <laughs> a lot of people got shot off the side. So Tien got his shine. Mm-hmm. N- no new technique. Um, and he needed the help of Master Roshi, his his second instructor. You know, Master Shin was his instructor back in the day until he betrayed him and went to Master Roshi's side. So, uh, shout out to Tien. You did something meaningful. Yep. You didn't get booted. He didn't get bitched out tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you see um, Gohan trying to reestablish the team because they got separated when Kale went fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Piccolo standing amongst the rubble. Let's get together. Yeah. I, I, like I had a Batman moment. He did. Yeah, he, he did. Had a, he had a serious Batman moment just then. And I and I am going to say this. The three black characters that we have on the field right now are all cold because we have Piccolo. We know Hit's black. Yeah. And we know that Jiren's black. I don't know. I haven't. I, I don't. I don't. He know reminds about me of a Debo. That's uh, what I'm getting from him. You don't think Jiren? No. Okay. You Honestly, just, I, you me, think he's just dark skin? Me personally, I just think it's only Piccolo. I really oh. don't think hit. I don't think hit black. You don't think hit's black? No. Nah. Mm, he hasn't okay. done enough. Uh, he haven't done enough nigga things to make me to think, think he's black. black yeah, just beside his hands in his pocket, walking yeah, around. Black guy's hands pocket, walking around. It's, it's, he hasn't convinced. I'm not saying he's not. He just hasn't, he hasn't convinced, convinced you yet. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, I got might, you. I might just be light skin. I don't know. But Jared, <laughs> no, I don't think Jared's black. You don't? Okay, okay. No. Because he's wearing a spandex. That's what it is. No, or just his demeanor. That. Just his... Because he was sitting in, in that uh, that meditation position like Piccolo, yeah, just like no. by himself, didn't put up with nobody's bullshit, and he but still sp- has not said a word yet. Speaking of Jared, uh, at, you know, at the end of the last uh, episode 100, we see mm-hmm. Goku walking up on Jaren. Let's fight. Let's, let's <laughs> fight, guy. Yeah, I'm going to smile at you like I want to molest you because I'm Goku. Don't, don't do that. What am I doing? Don't, don't, don't. Is Goku not rocking up, smiling at him? Because he's, he's enjoying the thrill of battle. That's saying. Every time he gets you're into right, a fight. Right. I'm, I'm not even going to. Right, no, every time. Right. He always says, even though I'm in dire straits, I can't help but enjoy myself. I can't so. help but be selfish and only think about myself. Anyways, uh... Who came up and slapped the shit out of him? Oh, who did come up on Goku? Oh, one of his uh the the, the Tapu gang, the t- Tapu. Yeah, he came up and shot him in the gut. Shot the shit out. And that shot him into the ground. Yeah, shot the shit out. That, that nigga got his nails done. Man, and, and shot then, the fuck uh, out of him. And what's so right? You know, Jaren just sat there. You know, he he knew what he, was about to happen. Yeah, he, he knew was, his second in command had his. Yeah, back. he like hey, hey, boy, get your shit. shit, get your whack ass out from me, dude. That's what, I think that's what Jaren was saying, dude. You you do not want these hands. And you so do you do not want these hands. And you don't go think he's black based off that? No. Okay. Mm-mm. He's just super strong. He's just phenomenally super, strong. Okay. And and like when he got hit, Goku got hit to another part of the ring. Like he pulled a Bugs Bunny. I should have took a left in Albuquerque <laughs> 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 because we see fucking Kel and Calaflia over there and kind of recouping, talking like, shit. Oh yeah, she's like, "You did it. You're so strong." And then uh, Calaflia actually tells Kel, "I'm proud of you as my protege." Now. Kale always says sis, like they're sisters. Um, and we know that Calaflia is the last leader of the Saiyan squads. That's his sister. So I don't know if they're talking about we're sis, sisters in this ba- in this group of bandits or is she actually, actually just. Yeah, yeah. And so, but you'll ju- you'll see as you watch the show, Kale always refers to her sister. Calaflia always says my protege. And she says she's proud of her. So this kind of, this boosts Kale's confidence because she's like, you don't remember what you did? Bitch, you fucked up everybody. You don't remember that? I'm so <laughs> proud of you. And so she gets his confidence. And then here comes Goku with the fucking carrot in his mouth. Huh, huh, looking around, coming out of the ground. Because I was like, don't let this be Goku coming out of the ground. And show enough, son Goku. Yep. But it does show 
It, it's it's weird because we're in a battle royale, but we have teams. Because Kale and Calaflia did not attack him. They are they are both kind of wore out. Calaflia thinks she's a badass, but she knows when she's using too much of her energy. Kale just woke up from a nap. She just woke Pretty up because Jiren put that ass to sleep. Man, hey, real ooh. quick with the quickness. You know, you know, a, an attack is effective when you turn your back and then that shit blows up, and you don't give a fuck. To, you don't even want to look around. So. They do this, Topo and Giren, uh, basically, that's not, we ain't fucking with them. They too weak. Let's go ahead and send our boys. Let's send five of the troopers over there. Mm-hmm. And the troopers, I got to say, the powers that they had, the special abilities, weren't, the, the, they made me wish for the Ginyu Force because their poses were not on point. They were the, they, they were a great value Ginyu Force. Yeah, that's yeah. just what they were. They were great but, value Ginyu Force. <laughs> but I did like the smoke that came out from behind them when they hit that, that pose. So stupid. We are the pride troopers. Like, hmm. Huh? Yeah, it was kind of weird. But they end up squaring off with not exactly what I had predicted, but they had in a squaring for Android 1817. Mm-hmm. Uh,. Kyle, or what's her name? What's the two? Carla Flea and Kale. Uh-huh. And then... Um, and Goku. Those were the people that were attacked. Because yes. Goku had the heavy motherfucker. The, he, the Frenchman. And then he had a rock body. And yeah, I was just... It, it, just, it was weird. It the was, episode was weird. Okay, this, here's the whole deal. He's like... Uh, he grabs... He's dick to butt on Goku, just holding on to him. <laughs> Strong, this is real. Like I'm never gonna let go of you, Kakarot. Man, <laughs> the, the, the thirst was strong. And he goes, "Let's see how this feels. How, does this weigh you down?" And he makes his body a rock. And Goku's kind of struggling a little bit. But I'm like, my dude, Goku, on his way to Namek, was traveling uh, and working out in a hundred times Earth gravity. He works out of King's Kai. He had the motherfucking plate stacked on his back, so. He can. He's still gonna be able to stand. It's just gonna make his movement hard because this is base form Goku. And then they had like a little version of Devil Man that did a like a spin. Yeah, dude. Like I'm so sick of these great values, man. Dude. Like, that's and, and that's what. The, but that, that's what Dragon Ball does. Yeah. Like always. Uh, you know, it's not even recycling. It's literally getting a knockoff version of some good of shit that was that and was I, good in the beginning. Yeah. But. And I'm not knocking great value. You know, I got. I, I like great value yogurt. Yeah. Non-fat Greek yogurt. Mm-hmm. I, I like the great value kind. It's not wrong. But with but it. in the show we I don't need it. Yeah. Especially like so hardcore. Because if he, that, if this is the case, you should have just made a five people team. Exactly. Or maybe not as many universes. If you're gonna, exactly. you know, if you're gonna put some great value or some uh you know, whatever out Hot there. Hot garbage. Man. That's what was, because he did he did a tornado into Goku's guts and then Goku's just standing there like kinda grimacing a little bit and I'm like, That's your special? Oh he, Hey, he's about to be knocked off the edge. And what happens is, Android um, seventeen and eighteen come in. They take over, and they're the. I can't remember his name starts with the H. He's the one that was saving the cat. Because I was like, oh, this dude sucks. But he has a cool power because he can manipulate his energy into different weapons. So I was like, okay, that's oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the, with the glass. With the, yeah, with the, the little uh, android face. He looks like a uh, Datara from Naruto with gonna, the eye. Yeah, he does. I was gonna say, what's her name? Uh, Deadshot. Yeah, yeah, he's got the, he got the one. He got the dead shot thing going on. And uh, I was like, okay, he can repurpose this. But, dude, he got in there and fought with, uh, and he started swiping his, his uh, Zamasu. We're going to repurpose this move, Zamasu oh, energy blades. <laughs> and Android 18 goes away. He's like, oh, look, she ran away. I'm like, dude, either she's going to come back and kick your ass or you're not that strong. And Android 17 pulled out the barrier again, which I was good. I was glad to see. 
because he shot a beam at him and, and he's like, oh, I got him. Let's go see how the other troopers are doing. And then the smoke clear, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Motherfuckers got a barrier in here. This just solidifies androids are badass. And the whole fight, so you, you see a lot of this corny stuff kind of going back and forth. Yeah. Uh, you read, they show Frieza for a little minute. Yeah, Frieza uh, came up on the group too because uh, when they tried to regroup, Piccolo was standing up on the deal and you see Vegeta and, and Frieza actually took Vegeta's kill and threw his ass off. That big fat pig dude mm-hmm. threw his ass off the edge. Uh, other than that, we didn't see much of Frieza. Anybody else. Uh, and But at the, at the end of the story, uh, Kel was able to control her new harness. power. Yeah, she was able to go Super Saiyan. But she just keeps depleting herself. So, well, she was able to go like legit Super Saiyan. Yeah, she did Super Saiyan, which was cool because she buffed the fuck up. She did buff up, but wasn't too big. Uh, it looked it looked pretty cool. And then, what do you think uh, about the swirl? A, uh, the swirl is a swirl. You know, they just doing what Goku and Vegeta yeah, did. Exactly. So I'm not, <laughs> not either. They was going to just mix the two colors or do a swirl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when we say swirl, is uh, basically the two Saiyan females, Kale and uh, what's her name? Kalafalia. Kalafalia. Was Kalafalia, yeah. <laughs> whatever was was, uh, was going off against two of the Topo men. Can't remember which ones. Uh, no, it was actually a couple of them. It was uh, all four because they had, was, like formed like a huge barrier within them. Yeah, yeah. An, an interdimensional barrier, and and they basically shot the whole fucking group off the edge of the. Yeah, deal. and what's so cool was it, it was she had a uh, she had a emerged to another level of Super Saiyan that we've never seen before. Yeah, uh, basically a controlled. Broly, uh, Broly like what Trunks was trying to do when he got stuck in, like in the cell saga. Yeah, he was getting too beef. He, he didn't have the power rid. It really pulled that weight. And the people are speculating this is a true Saiyan. This is what a true Super Saiyan is, which, again, yeah. like you said last time, we have different universes. So. Yeah. and But I, I just think it's like maybe just the, the that level of what a ultimate or a, a legendary Super Saiyan, even though we, we've you know, come to figure out the arguments in it, Broly yeah. legendary or not. But that style of Super Saiyan has been completed by her. Yeah, yes. she's the only one that can do it right yes. now. So that was cool. And then um, Prisa, the next episode was uh, drifting on to the, what we had talked last time. What about those girls? Yeah, Universe 2. Mm-hmm. Because we said Universe 3, or I said Universe 3, it's Universe 2. And it's really, it's Goku and Android 17 taking on all these girls. And uh, like they got some dance moves. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They looking like they, they, they go to the dance. club. <laughs> boogie boogie dance. Uh, 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 mm. If they if they start pulling that shit on. out, that is what was going on. So it looks like it's going to be pretty good. But at the end of the day, I don't see Android Seventeen getting eliminated. You know, Goku ain't getting eliminated. I think most of the females in Universe Two are going to get eliminated, if not all of them. They might be the next ones to go, and I don't want because them to. Universe uh, Topo's Universe did lose five motherfuckers. Yeah, today. Got, they did get dropped. And the fucking uh, Supreme Kai's like, maybe this is not the time to be holding back your power. Like, no shit, dude. You brought some scrub ass Ginyu Force motherfuckers over here. But you can tell the, the you can tell who who the, who the legit ones of Topo's group was. Yeah, because you see, because I they think didn't at get any time, They could have went over there to help. Yeah. They chose not to. Mm-hmm. It's like we're, we're gonna look. There's gonna be some casualties. Could have went over there and helped. He, could he have. chose not to though, because because he helped someone else when Kale was going crazy. But mm-hmm. He chose not to interfere with this and one. So he did chose Topo. To yeah. get that, yeah. I wonder where they're going. Are they gonna? Because they can't fly right now. They're just you know flying has been enabled. So they're just sitting back in the clouds and because we see this like purple haze I over think the battlefield. They are, I literally think Jaren just sitting there on the battlefield. Just waiting for the real shit because you you heard from the grand priest. They all know better. (laughs) The grand priest, like, okay, with this, with those five from uh, Universe Eleven, 
Uh, it's time for the real shit now. The the weaklings have been gone, and Goku, Android eighteen is like it's all right to let them go, because Goku's like uh, he says something like uh, I think Kalafia says they're enemies. He's like, oh well, you guys, you you have an opportunity to get stronger. Saying like you're gonna get stronger in this battle, but you're not gonna beat my. You saw eighteen lift that motherfucker. Eighteen took a huge boulder ass man to the face and lifted him up. And this is what Vegeta should have in the beginning. Anytime somebody got picked up in the middle of the battlefield, they threw their asses out. They did not walk them over. So Vegeta-sama, what the fuck, dude? Poor storyteller. God damn it, Vegeta. It's like they had like like bad memory lapse or something. I don't know, um, but I, I it did it did make Android eighteen and seventeen look badass. And yeah. I knew I knew the girl that created the bubble. I was like, they're just gonna throw her ass out. Of the, I mean, that's stupid. Yeah. And her ass died by her own fucking devices. And which, it wasn't a bad episode. Uh, was it as good as the last one? No, no, but it's still a good episode. It still have you enjoying the tournament, um, taking a breather. Mm-hmm. And, you know, get ready for the next couple of episodes. So we, we have been set up to know that Jiren Topo, um, the rabbit from the patrol, we know those three are, are advancing as the strongest from their universe. And there's one more, isn't it? Yeah, or but they I don't, just row eight. No, they had all ten. They have, like, a whole unit of troopers. So they're the universe that has them. The, the kid that has, like, that 40s hat, they're the universe where it's eight. And uh, I, there might be some characters that, com- like, fuse together. That's why it's eight, because it's actually ten for that universe. I think that's universe. Jaren's universe? No. They look I'm like. Not, I'm not caring about the other universe. Yeah. I'm talking about Jaren's universe. Who was the other two? I don't missing? know. I don't remember. Because hmm. uh, the ones that they actually showed on the show were Jiren, Topo, the rabbit, and then old De- Deadshot. And I, we didn't see the fifth person, but they brought a whole bunch of troopers with them, the strongest troopers from that universe. So, um, But we know Kellen Calaflia. Uh, Kaba might still be alive. We haven't really seen him get thrown off yet. Yeah, he's still alive. Uh, Hit is still good from that universe. Uh, I'm guessing Metal Frost Man, is still good. Frost, yeah, the Metal Man and the Bear are still still there because they haven't been thrown off yet. Then we have Universe Seven is still here. The only person that got knocked off was Krillin, and then the rest of the universes we don't know right now who's still there. So, but they're they're moving into the final stages. So. Since Tien didn't get knocked off and Master Roshi. Yes, he did not. Good job, not Tien. Honestly, I'm, I'm glad Tien's still around. I am. He uh, may have an honorable knockoff. Honorable knockoff because he's still. He's, it would he, be funny if Tien like, actually made it. Like He's the one who like was the last one standing. How would you feel about that? I would be. I'd be conflicted because his, his L's that he took early on in this season were just so detrimental to, like, my mentality for TN. I'm like, this motherfucker, how the fuck did what, TN? What, this, out of curiosity, this is me not talking shit. No, 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 yeah. I'm being serious. Uh, <laughs> one, I do want to hear from all the uh, TN fans that do listen to the show, how would you feel if TN was the one who actually pulled it off, which we know he's not, but let's say he is. Uh, second question I have for you. Mm-hmm. What? No, I'm not trying to talk shit. Just educate yeah, yeah, yeah. me on Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. And Dragon Ball. Okay. What W's did Tien take? Tien is the world martial arts champion. He was the one that was, uh, when he trained with Master Shin, he was the big bad for a season. So Until he, Goku came and took the No, he, uh, he beat Goku in the tournament. Like, Goku was the strongest. We've been following Goku through his adventures. Goku uh-huh. had taken down the Red Ribbon Army uh, single-handedly as a kid, and Goku was Master Roshi's strongest pupil. So Tien fought uh, toe-to-toe with Master Roshi, and Master Roshi went ahead, and Master Roshi was struggling, not going to lie. I think he still could have beat Tien, but he said he wanted Tien to get beat by Goku. So he let he jumped out of the ring, 
and let Goku take on Tien because Tien was like a murderer at the time. And so Goku fought Tien. It came down to the very last thing. Uh, they fought in the sky and they were out of energy. Uh, Tien got kicked into a bus or he got kicked into something and Goku hit a bus. And since Goku hit the bus first, which is outside the ring, that's how Goku lost the match. And from that, Tien, in that moment, Tien had his last W that he no, took. No, he uh, he beat um, King Piccolo's uh, servant, and he learned the evil containment way from Master Roshi and was, and was about to sacrifice his life. But, but then Goku went to Kami's Tower and got stronger. Um, other than that, you saw what he did with, with Nappa and them. Because like, it skips from there. From there, it's just Goku's story. So mm-hmm. he fought. He got his arm punched off, continued to fight Nappa, was killing all of the, uh, the Cybermen. And then they went to King Kai's place. So he took an L. Yeah, everybody did. Everybody did. So Gohan didn't take an L. Yeah, Gohan got saved though, because yeah, Piccolo yeah. gave his life up for Gohan. Didn't take an L though. So, I'm just saying, no. Krillin didn't take an L that that round either. Yeah, he did. Krillin, uh, Krillin, when almost I say L, died. Like, it, like died. Yeah, like yeah. you took that death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah, Piccolo, okay. or Krillin didn't die that time. Um, not knocking Just I was just curious. No, just and then curious. after after that, he he was there for the android stuff, but I don't think he had to, he really fought anybody because Vegeta was fall, chasing down the androids. We had Trunks, we had Goku. Yamcha died during that series. He knew better. And so, no, no, like that Tien at that time, that Tien was where he stayed at in life, and he realized. I got, no. I got, I got a new boyfriend. I'm trying to, you know, support uh. <laughs> and protect. I got my baby over here, my baby boot thing. He's like my boyfriend and my new son. So uh, I can't, I can't be fighting y'all's battles no more. No, Tien was all. Hey, Charles, so you, I got, I brought this new acreage out in the woods. You, you trying to, trying to just you trying know, to live up. that life. Trying to head up. But anyways. But yeah, so after Dragon Ball, I mean, he was still somebody that that trained. Yeah, and he trained to Like he, uh, he just wasn't I the think his relief as like Yamcha was not that bad. Yeah, because Yamcha was playing Major League Baseball and he was complaining about his new car getting wrecked. Tien didn't have no fucking car. He just lived in the desert. He just had a dojo that was trash. And he didn't even get the dojo into the, until yeah, after right. Boo. You're yeah, right. he didn't. <laughs> he he took on Cell and was about to give his life for Cell because that's all he could do. Um, but that that was the extent of his training because he didn't go in the hyperbolic time chamber to get any stronger. He was just there for support on for the cell game. So that was the end of TN. But not knocking TN. No, like kudos to TN for the good uh, try being Neo. Yeah, the Neo cannon. Yeah, like TN was the motherfucker that like if he started to talk loud, his fucking veins came out. Yeah, he's like shut up. No, no, you want to hear what he because he doesn't I'm talk trash. that often. He couldn't even like tell a joke to King Kai. He didn't even know how to trash. tell a fucking joke. He's trash. No, because I he's a warrior. It. Elijah he's... pulled it out of me. He's... TN's trash. I'm trying to be respectful <laughs> with him. All show. TN's fucking trash. Don't know why he's still here. Hate me. Whatever. Anyways, but, that, yeah. it was, it was, like I said, back to DBS. Good episode. Yeah, and, I enjoyed uh, it. Yeah, I enjoyed knowing that Kale and Caulfield are going to be around again. So what you're seeing now is the Saiyans have some kind of no matter what universe they're in they have a bond so we have at least six saiyans on the battlefield right now do i think universe six saiyans are going to win i think they're going to be close to the last ones going out even kill but it's going to be universe seven and eleven because they've already pitted topo and jiren versus goku and you know vegeta's going to get in because nobody defeats kakarot but me and then and then frost and freeze are going to fuck up everything for everybody um but Xenos is having a damn good time erasing people's names off that goddamn iPad. Yeah. And the Grand Pizza. <laughs> uh, Topo, your universe is about to be gone. Once we're done with them, I can take it. That's why I think 
I can take over. Hmm. Yeah, we'll, take over. We will see. We will see. But that is uh, wraps up DBS. Yes. Uh, let's hit uh, one more pause mm, for, for the that cause. Are you looking for the greatest Dragon Ball Z podcast in all the land? Well, then look no further. Krillin It with Danny and Iffy is here. Join your hosts, comedians Danny Fernandez and Iffy Wadaway, as they sit down each and every week with a new guest to discuss Dragon Ball Z episodes. You'll love it. Goku, Krillin, Vegeta, Bulma, everyone is there. Make sure to go to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review, and then follow us on Twitter at KrillinitPod. Keep on Krillin, Krillers. And that's why Tia is the greatest. And I we're guess, back. Trash. <laughs> we're, trash. we're having to have this conversation over and over again. So, but anyways, uh, so here on the Elijah Bailey Show, if you have not known about this or haven't even heard or seen the post about it, we have anime and also manga of the month, correct? Yes. And what is on the list? Oh, I knew you were going to love this. Okay, so. Normally, he, he, he holds off to this until the, the, the very, very end. end. And we don't really even talk about it. And then this disrespectful motherfucker is going to uh. have a, a mediated gall to put it on the show notes and just expect that I don't read show notes. And I think, <laughs> it, was exactly. also, I think it was ultimately a test. He's going to see even if I even listen to the show and see if I hear it at the end. Because normally, he records it after we're done recording. Yeah. So Elijah, we're not going to do that because this is I do read wire. the shit, and and this is one of your favorite all type series. Yeah. So the anime of the month, like in both categories. Yes, yes, yes. Is <laughs> Mobile Suit Gundam Wing. Yes. Yes. And you mm. know, like last night, I was like, "What is going to be the anime of the month?" Mm. I was going to say, mm. "I knew it was coming again." This is Richard's life right here. Yes. And and I said, you know what? What am I going to do? I was like, why have I not thrown any, any Gundam shit on here? It's like, disrespectful. Hmm. I feel like Gundam is a big enough franchise that everybody knows about it. So I try to throw stuff that they might not have heard about. I was like, fuck this. We got to. I said, fuck this. Disrespectful. We got to get Mobile Suit. So enlighten the people what Mobile Suit Gundam Wing is. It is the shit. <laughs> that's, there that, we go. That's, that's, all that's you the disclaimer. It is the shit. shit. Uh, it's a part of the Gundam uh, series. That started off, you know, early, early uh, eight, uh, 1980s, I believe, with mm-hmm. Mobile Suit Gundam. But it's a different universe than the Amor Ray, Shirazmino, Zeon, Earth Federation universe. Um, it actually takes place in Double O, no, not Double O, uh, AC, I believe. Is it? Uh, After Call yeah, yeah, yep. it is. AC, AC 175. One, yeah, well, boy, you should have let me hey, get that. Hey, 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 hey. There, okay? I just want to help you out because. You... <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> but uh, it's a beautiful thing. It's about basically. Uh, the Earth Army, the what's the name? I completely went blank, brain blank. Um, the Unified Alliance, the Earth Unified Alliance, Earth Sphere Alliance, uh, Earth Sphere Alliance. There I'm getting go. the Earth Alliance. You're getting mixed up, yeah. Mobile suit gun. Anyways, and see this, like when you're a fan as much as Richard is with all these, you you kind of cross because some of the names are similar. I mean, you're you're doing these, yeah, especially you, when it comes to like military and, military things. Yeah. So, um, Don't what's so twisted. cool about this Gundam compared to the other Gundams is like most of the other Gundams before this time was sur- sur- purely focused on uh, the, the, the Universal Colony. And th- when this one came out in the 90s, it was a different series. Uh, then Gundam C came out, which is the more 
uh, newer millennial version of Gundam Wing, as I call it. But I love Gundam Wing because it was like one of my first animes I actually like binged through. I bought, I got so many action figures from Gundam Wing. Yes. And um, man, I, I, just, I just love the story. The story's about five Gundam pilots being sent down to Earth to destroy the army. In the meanwhile, there has there's a secret organization called Oz, which mm-hmm. led by my boy Trace Christian, <laughs> boy, and uh, basically they overthrow the government and then you know start taking over the world basically through military, uh, you know, application exactly like mobilizing these units. And what's so cool about Gundam Wing that's kind of different from the other ones is uh, if you're looking for a, a super super fast paced anime. Gundam Wing does have its action moments, but it's definitely more strategic. It's yeah. definitely more militant, super militant. Yeah, um, in anime. a way. Yeah, and that's what that's what makes it different from, and that's why they can keep structuring off of it. Because mm-hmm. like G Gundam is the one that's like eh, it's pure it's, action. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. The, like this is what you wanted with the Gundam. This is going to be the action one, but all these other ones have deep, again, deep seated stories. Mm-hmm. Um, from the music to Gundam Wing, boy, to the character development, to the great, games, to the games. I mean, Gundam Wing uh, really knocked out of the park. It's fifty episodes long. Uh, it's broken up into two seasons. And, I mean, you just follow along with their adventure. You see the growth of each character. And then they even came out a movie later on called Gundam Wing, The Endless Waltz. Mm-hmm. Uh, which you, if you're if you're our age, you saw that motherfucker on Toonami every week. Oh, yeah. That shit was like gold. Yeah. Again, tonight, for the fourth time. <laughs> Gundam Endless and Waltz. <laughs> yeah. And the music. Oh, yeah. And Gundam was one that even the originators that started, they were actually one of the few shows that was on Toonami Uncut. Yeah, that came mm. on that night, and the variations was you know the uh, dual Maxwell said the word hell and death a lot more, and they said kill uh, and damn, kill this damn it. motherfucker. But uh, oh, yeah, it's just a good story. Five Gundam pilots trying to save the world, basically. All different about personalities, themselves. exactly. There we go. The personalities. Best. It is the it is one of the two that I actually have the whole series, and I just keep with me mm. through ever. I mean, forever, like. If I'm working, if I'm at home, like last night it was Kyle Bebop's turn, but most of the time, if I'm just at home working, I really need to focus. See the Gundam Wing or Cowboy Bebop plan. Mm-hmm. That's it. And I got my favorite episodes of the which ones I'll, I'll go through on Gundam Wing, and I love the episode. I think it's episode eight or episode four um, on Gundam Wing, and that's when actually the coup d'état actually takes place mm-hmm. when Oz takes over, and it's just it's just a beautiful masterpiece. Mwah! Mwah! And so that is why that is anime of the motherfucking month, and yes. What I'm changing up now is because I have these anime of the month. I have a brief description at the end of the show, and I have the links. I'm still going to have the links, but I'm actually going to post um, what legal episodes I can, like little clips, so you can actually see if you have. Now, it's an older anime, but that doesn't mean it's. I mean, they got the Blu-ray out for it. Okay, so they got I, I, the, another one I watch is, is the, crisp. Okay, okay, so yeah, that's one I'll use. Then. <laughs> it, it may not. I may, maybe it's not Blu-ray. I think it's Blu-ray. It's, it's I, I have the, I have the old DVD. Like for these shows, got it on this computer. Oh, yeah. I wasn't going to mention that, but I was like, nah, they don't need to know about that. Uh, but, yeah, like for that and Cowboy Bebop, I have the original DVDs. I have the Blu-ray. I have it fucking saved on Crunchyroll. I got them like, these are the shows that you want to, these are the anime that you want to watch. So, uh, But I'll post clips up so if you guys have not seen it, you guys can get a little taste. Now, you want me to hit them with the manga of the month, too? Boy, don't uh, be disrespectful. Manga you've of been, the month. You've been acting disrespectful hey. all day. Hey. I ain't no had Endless Watts on here. See? You don't know what the fuck you got on there. But manga of the month is one of our favorite. If you and uh you heard me talk about this with Mr. Jarvis White. Um 
if you're talking about a demon back, if you're talking about a true father and son story where daddy wants his son raised to whoop his ass, a daddy that leaves his son with the mother just so he can get stronger, so he can have somebody to fight in the future, like Goku. This this is the show that you want to watch, except for this is purely martial arts based. They actually pull actual facts from martial arts, from wrestling, from boxing, from all these different stories, but it's mm-hmm. his own original story it is baki the grappler this is where it mm. very first starts if you mm. i first saw baki the grappler mm. the ova who the cord cut uh. technique mm. let people know about baki the grappler baki was actually the first anime that i ever saw i oh. saw it one day when i was super young and it was on like what like a channel late at night it mm-hmm. was actually the fight where that one doctor had pulled old boys uh yeah, the cord cutting technique. The yeah, cutting that's technique. the OVA right there. That shit. That was like, wow. I was super young, did not know what I watched, but I always that was always stuck in the back of my head. When I got older, I fell on Bakke, and I was like, oh, mm. this that's is the it. Shit. Yeah, and that I mean, Bakke is just like like Elijah started. It's a it's a the manga is really good too. It mm-hmm. stays really enticed with or stays really in sync with the actual cartoon. But goes a little more in depth, and of course the story you know progresses progresses and, and from further. fourteen all the way up until I think he's nineteen now. So yeah, if, he, he had grown as yeah, yeah grown it as. follows him. So all the shit that you got to see uh, in the OVA and everything else, it, it's put into this story and it's martial arts space. It's Hardcore a, martial arts. I mean, so. Bake is someone that's trying to live into his father's uh, footsteps, mm-hmm. and his dad is like you know just triple OG status. Uh, he literally, when the president's a new mm. president gets elected. You know how they like swear in the office. They have to swear to, to uh, Jiro. Yeah, they a have to swear treaty. to him. They have to have a peace treaty with him. That um, is bad. He's <laughs> so bad. That's how raw he is. But you know, and it's cool to watch Baki. You know, put his body through so many different elements. And like you said, it's a lot of it's real life stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember learning about the endorphins that get released. Mm. Uh, and that can kind of give your body a boost of energy. And I remember experiencing that in boot camp with you. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's a beautiful feeling. Dude, <laughs> that made you feel like you was like, fuck, this, I'm about to be an anime, dude. Oh, I'm yeah, about like, to oh, it's about to go. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Bakke just is – some people really don't – it's weird. Some people don't can't grasp it because it always confused me seeing people who can grasp Epo, but they can't grab Bakke. Yeah. And I'm thinking it has to be because of the, the drawing styles. Yeah, because it is different. It, yeah, Epo is a little bit newer, so you can kind of it has a less of a grindy feel. Mm-hmm. Bake has a real old school feel of it, and then it even evolved into a hardcore CGI. Yeah, computerized, yeah. which did look kind of weird. Yeah. But if you're a fan of it, it looks you like some do. old school like Tekken or Virtual Fighter. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you, you'll 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 still kick it, but it's, it's yeah. But the manga, we're not even talking about that. The manga is really good, it, especially Again. when they start integrating the stuff that's going on now. Now with fucking bringing back these sword saint, like they bring real characters. Muhammad Ali was put into, and they have different chapters. Grappler Bakke is where you start. Where Obama you, was putting in. The, uh, Obama, Donald Trump mm-hmm. is in there as president, and he has to be subservient to Yujiro Hanma, where Yujiro's wearing a fucking Speedo in his hotel room, smoking on a cigar, eating a fucking steak. I Dude, seen that part uh, I, I'll show you that, because uh, uh, Trump pisses himself when he goes, because he's bet. like, he's like, I'm not, I'm, he's going to do with me, and we're not fucking doing this treaty. And that motherfucker went in there and recited that deal, like he, like, <laughs> he grew up with that motherfucker. But... <laughs> But Baki, the Baki the Grappler starts as, and I'm just going to give you a taste. Baki's a young kid, 14. He enters a martial arts tournament, wears a white belt because he just trained in karate, like the full aspect of karate for two months, and ends up winning this tournament against one of their most lethal and deadly black belts. And they tell you about metal, um, 
metal mouth guards, metal mouthpieces, and how clenching the teeth actually solidifies the jaw so that way you can absorb shock into the traps and that dissipates down through the thighs. So there's a lot of actual elements of body mechanics in this manga. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then from there, you just start meeting more badasses. But then it goes to, um, and uh, we have Baki the Grappler, then we have the Grappler Baki, you have Baki Hanma, uh, you have Baki Son of Ogre, which is a cool ass story because it starts like five different badasses around the world that are in different kind of prisons and they all break out at the same time once Baki ascends to this new level to kind of test him and each other. Oh uh, yeah, I do remember that. Dude, that one that that was the one that I came in on as a big Baki series. But now we're in Baki Hanma Dao, which is uh they brought back an actual real life martial artist, Miyamoto Musashi from the grave. And now he's telling all current martial artists the shit that you do trash. Is exact that's not for real war. So You th- whack your mama whack. Yeah. <laughs> Her mama whack. I'm, y'all ain't the way shit. you punch is whack. The way you kick is whack. Mm, dude, it's, it I is. I get back on that. It's one of the most compelling. I mean. It's actually, it was the only manga that I actually finished. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because well, you went not, all the way not up. Dow. I haven't not finished. Dow. Yeah, I haven't but you went all the way up to. Yeah, the, I literally start from the beginning and ended with, uh, you know, Baki finally, you know, trying to go heads up with his daddy. Yeah, like being old enough to be like, I know enough right now. Where he could. Daddy was like. Mm. Nah, bro. But that was a cool scene, though. It was a beautiful fight. Oh, it was man. a really beautiful fight. Like, and like, I'm I'm a huge Ajiro fan, but that was a really, really, really good mm-hmm. fight. Damn, dude, yeah. getting a, getting approval from his dad, and then getting taught lessons by his dad, and then having that actual fight, the father and son fight. Like, you killed my mom, motherfucker, and you did this to make me stronger. Well, come on. <laughs> well, hey, how strong am I now? So. Mm-hmm. Anime of the month is is is, is Gundam. You, you Gundam Wing. You got to you got to watch it. Mobile Suit Gundam Wing. Don't get the name wrong. Uh, we had to we had to test Richard to see if he was reading the show notes. Uh, manga of the month is uh, Baki the Grappler. Baki the Grappler is the first uh, version in this series. So make sure to read those. Other than that, did you have anything else uh, for the people today, Richard? Uh, you can find all of our stuff at blackasius dot com. The Elijah Bailey Show is still on purpose. The featured podcast right now on the website um just check us out uh you know we're doing big things here at blackest studios and uh we're constantly you know moving in the right direction where can they find you motherfucker well well before that i want them to find because i have this badass direwolf shirt on you do like from a some, pokemon style for, and also from a badass company yes that is hardcore supporting us yes our sponsors at ripped apparel you ripped apparel RipTapparel.com. You go there at checkout. Whatever shirt or whatever you purchase, whether it's a tote bag or a hoodie or a tank top, put in our promo code Elijah Bailey Show and you get 10% off that purchase that day. And you That's get with the W. Bomb ass shirts. Yes, with the W. Bomb ass shirts like this. Bomb ass tote bags. Whatever you want. I at think they even have iron. Because mm. we hooking you up. Exactly. We love you. We love you. Uh, but yeah, I couldn't I couldn't pass this up. First, it's got the Pokemon feel to it, like select your wolf, select your character. And tonight, a new episode of Game of Thrones come out. We're going to have to have a Game of Thrones episode because oh, yeah. the shit that's going on right now, Arya mm. found out that she got some family alive because Arya was going around. Uh, she's about to make it so bad. She was literally headed down. And spoiler alert. Uh, she was literally headed down to King's Land and be like, what you about to, I'm about to play hands on a bitch? Cersei was about to be gone. She's like, what about your brother? Wait, my brother dead. He, he what? Oh, shit. He's alive. Like, he kicking it? 
Fuck. But we're going to say this for our Game of Thrones episode. Exactly. Uh, you can find anything and everything you need to know about The Elijah Bailey Show on our official Facebook page, Elijah Bailey Show. Then on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Elijah Bailey Show. That's S-H-O without the W. Also, you can send your emails to Elijah Bailey Show at gmail.com. And make sure, whether it's on Podbeam, you can hit that heart button to show us a little bit of love. And you can comment or you can go to iTunes. It's like a battle's coming soon. It is. Subscribe, rate, and review. We love you so much. Thank you for everything you do for the Elijah Bailey Show. I'm the prophet, Elijah 5000. And I'm Richard Taplin. And we will catch your ass in the next podcast. Hey everybody, this is Elijah, the Prophet 5000, back at the end of the show with everything that you need to know. Coming in, we already got anime and manga of the month, which is Gundam, Mobile Suit Gundam Wing, and then also Baki the Grappler. So instead of talking more about those, we're going to go to Podcast and Cosplay of the Week. Podcast of the Week is My Dad Wrote a Porno. Imagine if your dad wrote a dirty book. Most people would try to ignore it and pretend it had never happened, but not Jamie Morton. Instead, he decides to read it to the world in this brand new comedy podcast. With the help of his friends, James Cooper, and BBC Radio's ones, Alice Levine, Jamie will be reading a chapter a week and discovering more about his father than he ever bargained for. You can find this show on iTunes. Such a fun and refreshing comedic show, so make sure to check them out and let them know the Elijah Bailey Show sent you. Cosplay of the week is Cosplay Nay. That's C-O-S-P-L-A-Y-N-A-Y. And this is the living embodiment of every iteration, every version of Spider-Man. There's been a couple other characters sprinkled in there. Cyborg, Robin, but primarily it's Spider-Man and no one does it like this guy. Go ahead and support him. Follow him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter and let him know the Elijah Bailey Show sent you. My name is The Prophet. Elijah 5000 and I'll catch your ass in the next podcast.